0: Hello and welcome to the Fitter Podcast, the show that's all about demystifying science and separating science fiction from science fact. We are in uh, episode. 9 of season 2 and with me as always is the host of the show and the author of Loose Fat Get Fitter, Jitendra Chokse aka JC. Hey guys, hey J. Deep, how are you doing? All well, all well. Uh So I think we have a very interesting topic. You said that you wanted to discuss something that doesn't get spoken about a lot. I'm very curious to know what you want to talk about today.
1: Right, okay. But I'm only going to give you some
0: clues, okay? <laughs> okay. So when I say Dirty Harry… What comes to your mind? Uh, well, Prince Harry is in the news these days. So is that what Queen Elizabeth calls him now?
1: No, no, no. It's a, it's a film reference and uh, please avoid oh. me. Do <laughs> now, please.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Okay. Film reference. So then you've got to mean uh, Clint Eastwood. Yep. You know, I was watching some movie trailers the other day and, uh, there's, there's a new movie coming out called Cry Matchup. And, uh, it's directed by Clint Eastwood and he's also acting in a private way. And to be honest, I didn't even know that he was still around. And uh, so I did a quick IMDb search and realized that Clint Eastwood is now 91 freaking years old. Wow. I mean, Which means he's, that he's still making movies. He's still mo- making movies. And I think uh, f- for the time I've existed and you've existed, we have watched like at least... Uh, dozens of his movies, right, and 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 just don't even realize when the guy has turned
0: 91. It's crazy, and he's still going strong. I mean, you know, he. I think the first movie I ever saw of his was The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I know what a movie, and he's still around.
1: Yep, and and that kind of made me think of all the other old actors, um, old action stars like Arnold, um, Sylvester Stallone. Um, I mean, in India, we have Anil Kapoor, um, Sunil Shetty, all these stars. Are uh, you know so fit and they they look amazing and they are still giving
0: um, you know um, the younger guys a run for their money. Yeah, in fact, in fact, uh, Anil Kapoor is, seems to be aging backwards. I mean, I saw him recently, and I'm like, is this? If I, has he got something done? That's the first thing that came to my mind.
1: Right, and it's it's not genetic, by the way. A lot of people, you know, always uh, look at a fit guy um, in his fifties and sixties, and they uh, they are uh, very eager to um, say that, you know, these guys have good genetics. I mean, if you look at the rest of the family members in the Kapoor family, yeah. Realize that it's not just a good genetics, you know, he's, he's clearly doing something better than, you no, know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, um, you know, I have so many people, uh, making all these excuses and, uh, you know, like good genetics, bad genetics, Oh, they have money, Oh, they have this, or they have access and this and that.
0: Mm.
1: When you have guys on both the sides of the spectrum, you have super rich guys, super successful guys who are, who are not taking good care of their bodies. On the other hand, you have guys who are probably not even as rich as successful, mm. taking good care of their bodies. And then on the other hand, you have also successful guys who are taking care of the body. So I think at the end of the day, it's a personal choice, you know. Right. So, and it all comes down to the choices that you make over years after years you know and what you eat what you don't eat and how you move your body and what habits you build over a period of time ultimately these are the things that decide whether a guy is going to end up looking great as he ages irrespective
0: of whether he's rich or has access to resources or not Right. In fact, in uh, your book "Lose Fat, Get Fitter," remember this line that you've used: "It's not about adding ears to your life, but about adding life to your ears. And these guys, I mean, Sunil Shetty also, you know, is a living embodiment of that.
1: He's he's turning sixty, by the way, on eleventh. Uh, on eleventh, it's his sixtieth birthday. Just a couple of days. Yeah, and his plan is to get a, a photo shoot done with six pack abs. Um, you know, so that that's what he was working on. Um, you know, with Bala for quite a while, so. Yes, hashtag secret project. <laughs> Not so secret anymore. <laughs>
0: Not uh, no, no, you've, you've spilled the beans, JC.
1: Yeah, by the time the podcast comes out, you know, and the beans would sort have
0: of already been spilled, so. So, is that what we're discussing?
1: Then? Yeah, today's discussion is really important, you know, it's something a lot of people need to hear and understand and, uh, you know, our life expectancy has gone up because of advances in medical sciences, but the quality of
0: our lives is still entirely in our own hands. Right. So let's get started. Uh, You know, if someone who hasn't already started making these changes in their lives, hopefully this episode will serve as a catalyst for them and make them take action. And who knows, you know, even when they hit 60, they'd also be doing a photo shoot just like Anna. Absolutely. So, yeah. So first things first, uh, let's say you're a senior or, you know, an older adult, someone over the age of 50 or 55. You've never really exercised. You've never really eaten properly. Uh, where should a person like this ideally begin their fitness journey if they want to start? Now?
1: Right. First of all, bygones, you bygones. Okay? So you should not worry about, oh, I'm starting this too late. Oh, maybe I won't get results like the younger guys. Look, that ship has sailed. And there's no point in doing a comparison or regretting what you have done or you could have done. Point is, you are 50-year-old, you still have 50 more years to live. Hmm. And what you do today is going to decide how those 50 years are going to get spent, right? So rather than focusing on what you could have done, just start, most importantly. Hmm. Then comes, will you get results? Absolutely. Look, results are irrespective of what age group you are in or what sex you are in, what good or bad genetics you have. Everybody gets results. The only time you will feel inferior uh, or you'll feel that results are not adequate is when you start comparing your journey to a young guy, Hmm. you know, they will obviously have because they have everything going, um, you know, for them. So uh, you can't really compare your results with those guys. Having said that, you are definitely going to get results compared to your own past self, which means that you start training today, you start exercising today. Hmm. In a week's time, you will start seeing positive changes. In a month's time, you will start uh, uh, seeing that, you know, you you are becoming stronger than you were a month before. And uh, you will start seeing your skin getting better, your body getting better, your bone and, uh, uh, you know, injuries getting better. So all these things will improve over a period of time. So don't worry whether you will get results or not because the results are bound to come. Right. The important thing is start. And do the comparison with your own past self. Uh, Apart from this, um, when you are doing this finally, don't let go, you know, because it's important that uh, you're not going to do this for next three months because now you're on an uphill journey, you know, it's uh, sorry, you're on a downhill, which means that after a certain age, um, you're actually fighting against your own body. You're, you're working harder, you know, when you're, when you're, uh, typically, younger, a lot of things are um, going uh, well for you. you know Important thing to remember is that now that uh, you haven't built, uh, you know, habits which could keep keep you healthy up till this point, you know, you should not use this opportunity to spoil your habits for the future. In fact, when you are starting out today, be it exercising, be it eating right, be it getting up early in the morning, all these need to become sustainable. And the way to do it is by step by step. You know, don't set um, extreme expectations um, and don't uh, make things too easy. Mm-hmm. So this is where, you know, I, I talk about the Goldilocks principle again and again, where you should do things in a manner where they are not mm-hmm. too easy for you to just let go or too difficult for them to become overwhelming,
0: mm-hmm. just in the right challenging amount so that they keep you engaged and entertained. So it- a goal like you know i've never exercised but hey i want six packs in the next 6 months it's probably not going to happen is that what you're saying uh again
1: depends on um what kind of mindset you have depends on how how uh, how hard working you are but i'm saying don't make a goal um and again you know goals are supposed to be um, difficult they are they are supposed to be difficult but uh the daily goals the practical goals which i'm talking about hmm. they should be Uh, set in a fun manner you know they should be set in a manner where you're looking forward to it Mm -hmm. if you're not looking forward to these habits these exercises these eating right then there's a good chance that you will start associating them with uh, torture or something that you dislike and what happens is your human body and your your brain they are attuned to homeostasis which means that you will start going back to the things you like Mm -hmm and there's always a tendency to get pulled back into the uh, into into the bad behavioral cycle and it's it's it could be it could be one basically you are one or two bad event away from you know throwing it all away right all right so i see people uh, you know struggling and then setting impossible goals for them and rather than trying to make more sustainable goals they make an impossible goal and when they don't reach there uh, they they have a relapse and a very bad relapse and sometimes people don't have that willpower to get back up. You know, getting back up is the, is the right choice, as, um, as, as it should be for everybody. But a lot of people can't find their way back. And that's a lost cause, right? So I don't want people to give up. Instead, just keep moving forward. Even if you're moving inches, that's fine enough. You know, you don't have to move forward by leaps and bounds. Just move forward by inches every single day. So that when you look back, you know that you're moving forward.
0: No, no, JC, uh, one of the biggest challenges that maybe older adults face, especially people who've been inactive, is they are a bit reluctant, I would say, or maybe a little afraid of starting exercise. Because they haven't moved their bodies in a very long time. And which is why they think, oh, you know, let me just go for a walk every day. And that's more than enough. But obviously, we know that, you know, you've got to lift weights. You've got to get started with weight training or resistance training. So how does someone, an older adult, gradually start this journey of lifting weights?
1: Right. Look, uh, what happens is whenever you start exercising, if you're doing it for the first time in your life, it's always going to be uncomfortable. Uh, the reason being that your body is not used to of exercising and it's always uncomfortable for that little kid also. Uh, you know, we, when he starts walking for the first time in his life, the problem is that the kid is just, kid doesn't care about if it's uncomfortable if he falls. Hmm. You know, as we grow older and older and older, we have these emotions, we have these fear, which settles in the fear of death, the fear of Oh, what if you know, I break my bones? Oh, what if I get injured? Hmm. You know, so this is the fear of responsibilities, which prevents people from taking right step, you know, the kid, the kid who takes his first step, actually, he has equal chances of, of, of getting fractured or, or let's say, of running over or, you know, tumbling down as an older guy. Hmm. But the reason why this guy learns faster despite, you know, him getting down and getting up is because he does not have the fear of responsibility or the fear of, oh, what if I break my bones? You know, (laughs) there's a good chance that he might, but he wouldn't care because he's a kid. He's curious. And over a period of time, this curiosity gets killed. And over a period of time, the fear starts to, uh, to seep in, which lets us from you know even attempting exercising and i want to go on record and tell that if you're a healthy adult uh, if you're a healthy adult over 50 you have no danger whatsoever from starting exercising even if you are otherwise unhealthy exercise is only going to make things far more easier for you and even though it might get uncomfortable in the beginning
0: which is you might feel a little bit of soreness it will go away in a couple of days. Would you advocate starting a little slowly instead of, you know, immediately going for four days, five days a week, maybe start with a couple of days a week or three days a week, every alternate day. How would a sustainable exercise plan for an older adult look? I mean, moti.
1: Right. So this is not just applicable to older adults. I think it's also applicable to younger population, women, pregnant women, everybody, you should always start, um, what's comfortable, with what's comfortable. You know, don't go out and try to lift a 20 kg dumbbell
0: Mm.
1: when you can barely lift a 5 kg. You know, go with the smallest weight possible and see if you're comfortable with that. Instead of doing 50 uh, squats on a rack, just see if you can do two uh, sit-ups without uh, huffing and puffing. Mm. So, I'm saying your competition is not with somebody else. Your competition is with the past you. Where in the past, you could not do 10 sit-ups now you can
0: Mm.
1: right so it's progress and progress always moves in 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 forward direction that's how it should be it cannot go back Mm. so you have to uh adjust the entire plan where you keep moving you know without getting injured without getting um without failing and that should be that that that's how an ideal plan should be and when you are designing that ideal plan you should always start With the smallest possible weight, uh, least number of reps, Hmm. which is where you're comfortable. First, get into the comfortable zone,
0: then push towards the uncomfortable side of things. Right. So, there is. we are talking about periodization or progression over here.
1: Progression. We are not talking about periodization. We are talking about simple progression. Start comfortable. Start easy. Don't Hmm. let things become too intense for you on your starting day. And then gradually... Uh, once your mind is accustomed to this new routine, once your body settles in, hmm. you know, then you can probably gradually increase the challenge by let's say five percent or ten uh,
0: percent, and then uh, you know, do the progression accordingly. How does an older adult, uh, you know, uh, determine the intensity of the workout? I mean, do we say, would you recommend maybe increasing the number of days? Let's like say, let's say for the first couple of weeks, you're working out twice a week. Mm-hmm. Then you increase that to three times. Then you increase that to four times, and then over a period of time, increase weights, or do you start increasing weights from the second week onwards itself? How how would a plan look? How would the progression look?
1: I would I would suggest more frequency over weight for older adults. Hmm. Um, uh, you know, because uh, sometimes you you also um, have a weaker neuromuscular function as you as you keep getting older, right? So
0: hmm.
1: so you might not be Um, unless until you have had some prior training experience, I would recommend um, starting with lightweight. Instead, increase the number of reps, increase the overall volume. So what you can do is, let's say, uh, you know, you you create a two-day plan where in a a week, you work out for two days. Hmm. And on these two days, you pick the lightest possible number and then you relax and rest and see if your body is sore or not. If your soreness is like tolerable, then probably plan three days in a week and then probably plan four days in a week and then probably plan five days in a week. Mm. So first thing is increase the frequency. Mm. Then the second thing that you do is you increase the volume by increasing the number of sets. And then you focus on increasing the number of reps. Intensity
0: should be the last thing on your mind. All right. It's basically about making those improvements, getting the basics right before kind of like learning to walk before you start running. Yes.
1: And you'll essentially get the same kind of results mm. uh, without the risk of running into
0: unnecessary injuries. Mm. And it's also important to observe how your body is responding to this new way of moving. Yeah, yeah. Are there any additional things that an older adult should uh, keep in mind Things like balance, stability. I think start with the most
1: basic exercises. You know, if you're into yoga, start with the very basic poses. If you're into walking, just start with walking, doing squatting, uh, doing push-ups if possible, doing pull-ups if possible. And these simple exercises, you know, like sitting down, getting up, sitting down, getting up, Mm. stretching. Uh, These things, um, you know, they seem very... Uh, easy for adults, but sometimes even these things kind of become impossible for
0: older. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, this was about exercise. Another, of course, you know, we know that exercise without nutrition is incomplete. And I wanted to address a few myths uh, that older adults have about their nutrition. I know my dad, uh, my father himself, the day he turned 60, the first thing he said is I'm giving up chicken. Because you know, I'm old now, I don't really need to eat chicken. Why do I need to do anything like this? Because there is this myth that as you grow older, you don't need as much protein. You need to actually cut back on protein. What are your thoughts on this? No, it's not true. In
1: fact, uh, look, your body does not know that it's your 60th birthday or 61st birthday, right? it knows that it's it's in a transition period from one day it's on day two and from day two it's on two thousand day and then twenty thousand day so that's that's how your body transitions right it does not really care about if it's 60th per day or 61st per day hmm. it's not that you are uh, you're not old on day 50 uh, 59 um you know like last day of your 59th birthday and then suddenly you are old hmm. because you turn sixty. your body doesn't uh, care about that however it does care about homeostresses it does care about consistency it does care about your protein intake your exercising frequency and your overall lifestyle so uh, it's actually a myth that you don't need protein in fact uh, there have been recent meta-analysis which have suggested that for older generation and the protein requirements are almost as much as the younger population right so there's not much difference practically however i keep telling people that look Don't follow these recommendations blindly. Hmm. I'm assuming that for the first 50 years, if you didn't care about your exercising, if you didn't really care about what you were eating, there's a good chance that you were not really meeting your protein RDA either. Correct. Right? So whatever you were taking, start with 20% more from that. Hmm. It would be ideal case scenario to go with what the RDA suggests, which is roughly, you know, one kilogram per uh, one gram per kg of your body weight. That would be the ideal case scenario. But even to get there, start by increasing your protein uh, intake in in
0: certain smaller. Yeah, do it uh, it gradually rather than all of a sudden.
1: You know, so just because you're turning 60 and just because somebody says, hey, protein requirement for old people are also the same as uh, protein requirement for younger population and you having never had protein suddenly start consuming lots of protein, that's bound to create issues. Right. You know, because your body is not used to it. Your body does not have necessary enzymes and it will take some time mm-hmm. for your body to develop enzymes which will aid in protein digestion, right? So, whatever you were taking protein, start by gradually increasing it by 20%, then 30%,
0: then 40%, and
1: try to hit the ideal
0: RDA, which is 1 gram per kg of your body weight. That's great. Now, uh, nutrition, uh, we were talking about that. Then we are also coming to supplements because another thing that a lot of older adults do is instantly, like, you know, like my dad, You know, until the age of 59 years and three sixty-four days, you didn't do anything. Suddenly on a 60th birthday, you wake up and realize, okay, I need to start taking a multivitamin or I need to start taking this because I've suddenly become old. Uh, Are there any supplements or do you think supplements uh, is a good uh, thing or a good resource for older adults to uh, take? Or If so, and if so, which supplements can they start using? I think the same sort of
1: supplements which work in younger population would work in the older population. There won't be any change. So I think whey protein, hands down, um, you know, if you are not able to meet your protein demands. And it's also much more easier to digest.
0: Right. In fact, I was thinking when you said whey protein that, you know, in case you're increasing your protein intake by 20%, maybe having that one protein shake might just be a little easier perhaps.
1: Yeah, much, much more easier. You know, much more easier and then uh, you know other supplements like creatin you can use only if you are into heavy lifting uh, but don't really need unless until you have good training experience um, fish oil you can take for your ep and dha and then uh, you know that, that's pretty much it and i don't think there's any sense in taking calcium because a lot of people uh, think that you know taking calcium is going to strengthen the bones look the only thing that strengthens your bone is exercise And when you did, right? So, and this is again something which we have covered so many times that the earlier you start exercising, the more denser and stronger your bones become, Hmm. right? So, after that period of time, there's no fixing your bones. And um, the best way to keep your bones healthy is just exercise. So, exercise to keep your bones healthy. Calcium is not going to do anything. In fact, um, there was a study by uh, Jia Guo and uh, many other fellows and uh, recent meta analysis
0: mm-hmm.
1: named uh, vitamin D supplementation and fracture incidence and association between calcium
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it found out that and it was a it was a it was a meta-analysis done on RCTs randomized control trials and they mm-hmm. found out that the results did not support the need for these supplements so basically. Uh, you know, you you taking calcium or vitamin D thinking that uh, that you will not get fractures or you will have stronger bones. Well, the evidence does not support that. And there was no difference between the treatment group versus the placebo group.
0: Mm-hmm. So you're still saying that the best bet for stronger bones and to avoid fractures as you grow older is to exercise and liquid, gradually lift weights.
1: Yeah, exercise, protein and uh, just eating right, you know, staying in shape. mm
0: mm-hmm. Uh, what about testosterone? I'm sure a lot of uh, older men listening to this, uh, you do know that you know over a certain age, I think right from the age of 30 or maybe even before that, the T levels do start decreasing if there is a downward trend seen.
1: And for a good reason, you know, declining levels of testosterone also prevents against certain kinds of cancers. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad thing that, you know, the testosterone levels decline over a period of time. That's how your bo- body is built. You know, so, so you are um, you let the body do its job, you know. But if you are really concerned, there are some therapies which which exist out there. Many, many famous celebrities have gone through TRT replacement successfully and they're living long and happy lives. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing which is available. Uh, testosterone boosters, in my opinion, is again, you know, like fat burners. They don't really make any difference. So, yeah,
0: TRT is a therapy that you can go for. With, of course, the doctor's advice. Let a doctor decide this.
1: Absolutely, unless
0: until your doctor
1: tells you that you need TRT, you should not really look uh, at TRT Mm. and a decline in testosterone levels is very natural. It prevents you against a lot of diseases and certain types of cancers also. So just be mindful that, you know, your body has its own physiology and there's a reason why, you know, when you are growing up, your GH goes up, your testosterone levels go up and then after that, you hit a certain age, they start declining and that's your body's way to keep you healthy even as you age. Hmm. Okay. So, please don't go against your body. Just work. uh, Work with your body. And your body demands just few things. It says, look, feed me some protein, <laughs> give me some exercise hmm. and eat right. And don't get overweight. That's what your body wants. Your body is actually quite low maintenance.
0: <laughs> low maintenance and rest and recovery and water, of course. Hmm. Hmm. So, Jaycee, what's your final word for fitness for older adult? I think... Old or not, a
1: fitness is absolutely essential for people of all age groups, um, all genders, all ethnicity. Everybody should be fit and healthy and everybody should exercise, um, especially older adults. If they have not been exercising, I think now is the time for you to start exercising. Start at home, start slow, build up. And the rest of your uh, adulthood, we thank you for this decision. So please, um, and make sure that your goal is not just to lose weight in the next three months, but build sustainable habits, which will help you sail through your uh, adulthood or old age um, in a much more smoother manner.
0: I think that's a great piece of advice, uh, JC. Thank you so much for... uh enlightening us about fitness for older adults. And I just wanted to say Fitter app, the Fitter app, of course, is a great resource. If you are an older adult looking to start exercising and eating healthier, just go to our community. Uh, We have a lot of coaches and experts who would be more than happy to answer any of your questions. But like JC said, just get started. Your body will thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Fitter podcast. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm.